0: Hey, folks, what's up? Welcome to another Back Road Dolphin Show. I am your host, Bark. Not Bart as in Simpson, but Bark as in tree bark. Yeah, yeah, I went there. I am the mighty tree bark. Thanks for joining me yet again on the Back Road Dolphin Show. I told you I was back, and I am back. I am committed to getting past the busy point in my life and talking some dolphins for you guys. So, let's start out with. This week's game against the Cincinnati Bengals, it is a game in which we believe it's winnable, and I I truly believe it's winnable. I I am going to throw myself out there and say this should be a definite win. (laughs) Don't – I hope I don't regret saying that, but we're going against a Cincinnati Bengals team that is in disarray, to say the least. Brandon – what's that guy's name? Brandon Allen is the quarterback – I don't believe they have anything to be necessarily afraid of on our end. We are the better team seemingly. Now, here's here's the things about this weekend's game that are important. 1. Tua Tagovailoa not yet guaranteed to be playing. This could still be a Ryan Fitzpatrick day and I truly believe our chances of winning increase significantly with Ryan Fitzpatrick under center. If anything, for the same reasons that I had spoke about on the last episode, namely being Ryan Fitzpatrick's willingness to throw it to Devontae Parker when he's in one on one coverage. If Tua, who in the news has been quoted as saying he needs to take some more chances, if he actually if he actually does this and throws the ball up with a little more Abandon a little more reckless abandon, then then the, the the stakes are pretty much evened out. I feel confident either way, but Tua himself has admitted that he really looks for the open guy and is hesitant to throw it into coverage. Now that's that's welcome to hear, as long as not throwing into coverage means two or three defenders around the ball, a la Mitchell Trubisky. So if, if Tua plays and plays with a little bit more gumption to him, a little more reckless abandon, a little more Brett Favre, a little more Ryan Fitzpatrick, I expect this to be just as easy of a win as if Ryan Fitzpatrick were playing. Now, I would be lying to you all if I didn't come out and say, I hope Ryan Fitzpatrick gets another start, and I hope he starts and plays well and possibly starts the rest of the season. Now, I do believe Brian Flores is not going to just let that happen I do believe Flores will put Tua back in when Tua is fully healthy and ready to play. Granted, it's only a thumb injury, nothing major. I wouldn't be shocked at all if Tua is the guy playing. Brian Flores came out today and said that we will know the status of Tua Tagovailoa on Sunday. Of course, Sunday. Of course, on Sunday. He is absolutely going to hold off until the very last possible moment as to not show all his cards to the Cincinnati Bengals. Now, key factor number two in this game is Alvin Sa... Mr. Ahmed at running back. He should be back. I don't think Miles Gaskin will be activated in time to play this game. I look more for a Week 14 return. And for fantasy purposes... We want Ahmed to be the guy if you're an Ahmed owner, because as soon as Gaskin gets back in there, I do see a little bit more of a timeshare than what we are used to seeing in Miami. So if Gaskin sits out, fantasy purposes, fire up Ahmed all day long. Cincinnati Bengals, not great against the run or the pass, in my opinion. So Ahmed is a fantastic fantasy play. And again, either way, as long as we have one of those two or both of them, It greatly increases our chances of victory on Sunday, as I believe Miami can really find a way to get the running game really rolling against a bad defense. So, total optimism this week for the Miami Dolphins. Uh, Xavier Howard leading in Pro Bowl votes. Really quick change of subject there. Uh, But Xavier Howard and our punter are leading all Pro Votes at their position rightfully so. Howard has been absolutely stellar, and Matt Hack has been pretty damn good as well. As good as you can say a punter is, he's been a fantastic punter. And and listen, when you really start to think about what's going on with Miami this year and why they are seeing success, the offense is kind of the last of it. So if we can find that balance in the run game, and Tua can step up or Fitzpatrick can continue playing and really dial in our offense as the postseason comes near. Not assuming we're a shoe-in for the postseason, but we are in a good position to make the playoffs, especially with some of our upcoming games. It looks like we should be able to win more than we lose over the last five games of the season. Cincinnati should be the first stepping stone in getting there. But the defense, the special teams, that has been our strength. You look at Jason Sanders, you look at Matt Hack. You look at Xavier Howard, Van Noy, Landon Roberts, Emmanuel Ogba, just the list goes on and on of guys who have stepped up and played well for us. And that is the strength of our team right now. So the weakness of the team is, is the offense. But with Ahmed emerging, there, there could be a change there. We could become a complete football team and really give teams headaches and possibly even go somewhat deep into the playoffs again optimism yes it's there but listen there's a lot of teams that have a great offense not a good defense not good special teams two out of three ain't bad Miami's looking good the Cincinnati game's looking great and I really hope to see Fitzpatrick and Ahmed really set the tone for this game with great balance 50-50 balance Lot of runs. Give Ahmed twenty carries. Let uh, Fitzpatrick sling the rock about twenty-five to thirty times at a maximum, and let's play the control game. We keep the ball away from Cincinnati, who we're not really afraid of the offense. But the way the way to beat a bad team is just to control the ball. And if Miami can do that with Ahmed, do that with Fitz Magic, we're in a good position uh, to chalk up another win. For Miami this weekend, really exciting times. I'm very, very happy to watch this team progress throughout the season because it did start off a little rough. We weren't sure how it was going to go, but over the course of the last six or seven weeks, we're starting to see who this team is, and and this this is what Brian Flores has built. This is what he wanted was a defense that can keep us in games, special teams that can capitalize on mistakes. It's, it's looking good for Miami right now. I'm going to go ahead and throw some stat lines out there. I think Ahmed has a 100-yard game, gets in the end zone, catches three or four passes, maybe more, because our pass catchers are kind of at a, a detriment right now without Preston Williams. Not that he was playing great, but he at least freed up other guys on the offense. So heavy dose of Fitz or Tua to Devontae Parker, one-on-one coverage, take it. Take it all day, that guy, Devontae, will catch it if it's near him. That's what he does best. So, Ahmed, Devontae, and solid quarterback play, exactly what we need. We need a very uh, Baltimore Ravens-like game. Not, you know, the one they just played against the Steelers. But that style of game where the defense and special teams sets the tone and the offense does just enough to get a win Now, do I think it's going to be a close game? Not necessarily. I think Miami could absolutely uh, perform a blowout in this one and, and put Cincinnati even further down in the team rankings, which you can't get a whole lot lower, but Cincinnati has the uh, capability to be uh, yet a top-five pick again. So, Miami fans, I think it's a good week. I think it's a week to be excited. Definitely look for Ahmed to get possibly – the best game is a pro under his belt. And again, FitzPatrick, we need we need FitzPatrick. I know there's going to be some folks out there that disagree, but we either need him or we need Tua to take some more chances. I'm all for Tua playing in this game if he's healthy, if he's committed to taking more chances and not just looking for the open guy. I was just telling a uh, a coworker of mine, you you watch the games and it's very clear that Tua Tagovailoa looks for the open receiver, and that's a great quality to have, and it's a great quality to be careful with the ball, but you can be too careful. You absolutely can be too careful, and for the most part, Tua Tagovailoa has been too careful in this season. I'm sure the rookie jitters and not wanting to let the team down, not wanting to screw up the opportunity that's been given to him, that's got to be a factor in his mind, but he's got to remember you're, there, there's times you have to throw the ball up, even in coverage. Now, double coverage, that's rare. Triple coverage, please don't, Mitchell Trubisky. But single coverage with a guy like Devontae Parker, with guys like Mike gasecki even Adam Shaheen. Go ahead and get that ball up. Take some chances. We're going against a team that is not a powerhouse, not a playoff contender. We can take some chances. I'd like to see Miami really take some chances in the air but only when necessary, only if the run game with Ahmed is not working. That's me assuming Ahmed is going to be 100% good to go. He did practice the other day, Wednesday, I believe, so it does look like he's ready to go. I think he could have played last Sunday, all things considered, but we didn't necessarily need him to. It was against the Jets. If there's a a good time to rest some of your better players, which I'll go ahead and say Ahmed is one of our better players, the eye test test. He has passed, in my opinion. I see great acceleration, solid vision. I think he looks like a pretty good back. He just needs to put on a little bit more weight if we're ever going to make him the bell cow. But that that's it. That's the key. Give him the carries. I think he's a good player. Fitzpatrick, throw it to Devontae. Both good players. Don't make mistakes, Ryan, if you're in there. Tua, take a chance. And if you make a few mistakes, I'm going to let you live it down. Not that it matters what I think. But I'm going to be perfectly fine to see two attack of Loa go out there, sling the ball with a little more. Don't give up, you know. Don't give up, you know. As as far as the Bengals side of the game goes, I think the biggest threat there is going to be whoever's running the ball. If it's Giovanni Bernard, I feel like he might have been somewhat questionable for the week. I don't remember if he's on the COVID list or what. I'm not. A follower of the cincinnati Bengals, but giovanni bernard is underrated he has the potential uh, to give the defense some headaches if they really focus on him running and catching out of the backfield because brandon allen by all means not a great quarterback but he can surprise just like mike glennon surprised last week with the solid performance for the jaguars brandon allen has done that too he did it with the denver broncos last year He's already looked better than Ryan Finley for the Bengals uh, this year so far. So don't underestimate completely what Brandon Allen can do, but also don't underestimate how good this Dolphins team really is because we could absolutely put it to the Bengals and I look forward to it. And if they if Miami loses, I'm going to go ahead and say go ahead and roll two out every game, get him prepared for 2021. Don't be so excited about the playoffs if Miami loses this game because we can't lose to a team like the Bengals. If we lose to a team like the Bengals, then we're going to potentially lose to the Kansas City Chiefs, and then every other game is not a gimme outside of those. You you start losing two out of your last three or three out of your last five, and things are starting to look bleak. There's a lot of good teams in the AFC and a lot of that's going to come down to the wire. So we can't afford a loss. I don't think we're going to see a loss on the win-loss column, but it is still something to keep an eye on. We're going to find out how for real this Miami team is, and if we have any hope of making the postseason and competing in the postseason, this has to be a statement game for the Miami Dolphins. They have to win convincingly, over a pretty mediocre Cincinnati Bengals team. We can't fall flat or overlook this team just because of how bad they are. We have to go in and play them like we would any team in our division, and that's with purpose and urgency. So, I'm looking forward to talking about this game after it happens, but I wanted to talk today about the keys to winning. And again, I know I sound like a broken record, but – Ahmed, and get it to Devontae Parker. Use those two guys on offense just to control clock. Let Devontae come back on uh, on some, some hook routes. Let him go up and get contested balls only 10 to 15 yards downfield. Play that clock game. Devontae Parker is not a deep speed burner, not a huge uh, down the field threat. He's more of a possession guy, in my opinion, and a red zone target. So let's Play to the strengths of him and Ahmed and really control this ball and close this game out quickly. Let this be the first game off in its time bracket. Let's run some clock, get the win, and move on to more difficult things and see what this Miami Dolphins team can bring to the table in a postseason in 2020. Folks, thanks for joining me. Look forward to talking to you about the game, what went right, what went wrong, Hopefully the wrong list is on the shorter end of the spectrum than the right list. We will all find out. Join me Monday afternoon for an analysis of that game and some talk about our Miami Dolphins for the future. Thanks for joining me again, folks. We will see you on Monday.